Henry Ward Beecher said of the Sabbath, A world without it would be like a man without a smile, like a summer without flowers, and like a homestead without a garden. Almost two years into a global pandemic and months of face masks, we all know what it is to miss a friendly smile. A summer with no flowers would be painfully bland, and a homestead without a garden, well, it would leave us all starving, wouldn't it? There is no exact way to practice Sabbath, and this is a place where all manner of ideas of rest and peace converge. Whether you observe a Sabbath rest for religious practice, spiritual and physical renewal, financial necessity, or any number of other reasons, you're welcome here. This is the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, hosted by Rachel Ashworth, and we're glad you're here. Our way of life in modern America has become about one thing, production. What can we produce? How much can we produce? And how efficiently? The idea of taking time off seems insane when you consider the value we place on our time. But the world is catching on to a religious practice that makes us more productive, more healthy, and more happy. It's not just for the religious anymore. The Sabbath is for everyone. Hello, hello. This is Rachel Ashworth, and you found the Sabbath Slowdown podcast. Because this is our first episode, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. I'm a Christian by faith, a wife and mother by choice, and a writer by trade. I went to college at Southeast Missouri State University over a decade ago for a degree to teach high school English. I've never taught English, but it did make me better at meeting deadlines, following through on assignments, and writing. So I guess it was worth the mountain of debt I got along with the diploma. I am also an avid podcast listener. I listen to podcasts on topics of Christianity, mental health, lifestyle, parenting, homeschooling, writing, and more. We also listen to several podcasts as a family on our car rides to martial arts every week. And that reminds me, I also recently earned my black belt in Taekwondo. But enough about me. We have an exciting first episode and then... Hopefully, you'll join me for many more to come. Today is Friday, December 31st, the last day of the year 2021. On this day in history, a window tax was imposed in Britain that taxed homeowners who had more than 10 windows in their homes. So, if you have a home older than 1851, and you often wonder why there isn't sufficient natural lighting, now you know. Many of the landlords between 1695 and 1851 actually bricked up and boarded up windows in order to save on annual taxes. Additionally, on this day in history in 1974, Private U.S. citizens were granted the right to buy and own gold for the first time in more than 40 years. So, if you have a gold collection or have been bequeathed a gold collection, you have President Jerry Gerald Ford to thank. 
What else happens on this day every year? New Year's Eve. Every year we experience the same thing near the end of the year. Christmas is a stressful and exciting time. It's often filled with travel, planning, spending, and doing. After Christmas, we experience the phenomena of not knowing what day it is until New Year's. There are messes and leftovers and children are home from school. You may still have family visiting. There is no stress at all and yet there is the stress of the impending New Year. In fact, according to the National Alliance for Mental Illness, 64% of people report experiencing post-holiday depression, also called post-Christmas blues. It's short-lived, but it's very real. The high of the holidays is over, and the stress of the new year is the new reality. When the new year arrives, it brings both the hope of new beginnings, but the repercussions of a Christmas season. We're a little less excited, a little more broke, and now we have a mountain of expectations we've placed on ourselves. Due to a cultural agreement that we should all choose a New Year's resolution. What is your New Year's resolution? I know you've thought about it. Maybe you haven't said it aloud for fear of failure. Maybe you haven't said it or posted it because you're embarrassed to once again attempt giving up soda or wine or fast food, only to choose the same goal again next year. Let's just agree that when the day starts tomorrow, we'll avoid the Facebook memories. They'll just remind us of our old resolutions. Deal? Anyway, the purpose of this podcast is not to navigate Christmas and New Year's. It's actually about a holiday altogether different There is a holiday you can give yourself every single week this year, and I hope you do. It's the Sabbath. No, it's not just for the religious. It's not just for Jews or Seventh-day Christians. Of course, if you observe for religious and spiritual reasons, that's awesome. I do. But if you are here because you learned how taking a day off every week can benefit you in all areas of your life, you're like many, many people today. Corporations, schools, and whole communities have seen the need for a collective day off. Judith Shulovitz studied the Sabbath extensively for her book, The Sabbath World. In it, she discusses the Sabbath as a necessary practice for even the non-religious. How important is our time? Ask any person who works for an hourly wage or pays out an hourly wage to someone else. Our time is valuable. If you've heard the saying, time is money, you probably realize how true it is. However, its value goes far beyond the monetary. In her book, The Sabbath World, Judith Shulovitz says, One minute is not exactly like every other minute because time changes as it flows. Time is qualitative as well as quantitative. The when of time, it's after what or before what or at the same time as what, 
matters as much as, if not more than, it's how much. It makes a big difference whether you do something now or wait till later. End quote. So does it matter when you choose to observe a Sabbath rest? I'd recommend choosing the same day every single week for sure. That way you'll separate your rest day from your housework day. The point of using your day off from work to also rest is so that you also take your household pressure off. You can take your relationship pressure off. You can take your school pressure off. You can take your parenting or family pressure off. And through this podcast, week after week, we will handle each one of these. As a religious practice, Sabbath is usually observed on Saturdays or Sundays. The religious Sabbath can be very structured as a community, or not at all. A.J. Swoboda is a religious man, a pastor even, who observes his weekly Sabbath on Tuesday, since he works weekends at his church. He is the author of Subversive Sabbath, The Surprising Power of Rest in a Non-Stop World. For the non-religious, the Sabbath can look a lot of ways. Your Sabbath guidelines for your home and community should be your own. Some unplug from all electronics in a very necessary technology Sabbath. Others might stop watching television or playing video games. Some may decide to read and eat comfort food. Some may decide to spend time outside or camping or visiting family. I'm not here to tell you how to spend your Sabbath. I'm not even here to tell you which day to observe your Sabbath. It's not my intention to take any religious stance on the Sabbath here. If you're interested in that, I will include my social media handles so you can learn more about how I personally observe Sabbath. I hope this is a place where we can learn together how to get the most out of rest. I will share resources and tips to reclaim your time, and soon you will reap the benefits of this centuries-old custom of Sabbath rest. You will learn from other cultures. You will cultivate your own new culture of rest and peace in your own life and family. You will learn new ways to put yourself first and put work to rest when you get home. You will start the week renewed. You'll find you're more productive at work and school. You'll sleep better and eat better. You'll find friendships and other relationships strengthened. And you may be surprised to find you can put your phone down some of the time. But don't worry, we won't throw it out for the full 24 hours unless you want to. Sabbath. We most likely know it as a Jewish practice, but it's for everyone. Everyone who works deserves a Sabbath, and that means you. To help you make the most of your day off this week, here is a simple and scrumptious recipe. This easy beef stroganoff recipe is from Australia's Best Recipes, which I will link in the show notes. So if you can't jot it down, don't worry. You can find all the links mentioned in today's episode in the show notes. You may have some of these ingredients already in your cabinet, but if not, according to the website, 
You can purchase them all for under $4 per serving or just under $12 total. This recipe uses beef, but I'm sure if you are a vegetarian or vegan, you can substitute like an absolute pro. My family eats meat, so there's no way I would be able to adjust the recipe better than you. Okay, you will need two beef rump steaks, large sliced, two tablespoons tomato paste, two cups maisel chicken style liquid stock, one cup plain flour, one onion medium sliced, one cup mushrooms sliced, two garlic cloves crushed, two tablespoons sour cream. To make the stroganoff in a slow cooker, roll the sliced steak in plain flour. Place all ingredients into slow cooker except sour cream. Cook on the auto setting until steak is tender and cooked through four to five hours. Mix together corn flour and water to make a paste. Add to meat with sour cream, stir through, and serve. To make the stroganoff in the oven, first preheat the oven to 180 Celsius. Remember, this is a Australian recipe. Roll steak in flour and place all ingredients except sour cream into an oven dish and cook for about one hour, stirring occasionally. When cooked, remove from oven, stir through sour cream, and serve. To make the stroganoff in a frying pan, cook steak and onion, add chicken stock, tomato paste, mushrooms, and garlic, and then simmer for about 15 minutes. Stir through sour cream and add sifted plain flour until thick. Serve with pasta or a mashed potato. I made this recipe this week and it was as good as it sounds. we've reached the point in our episode where we'll explore a nature lover's moment. This poem is from Joseph Kahlo's month-by-month collection, A Year of Nature Poems. He says of this poem, there is a legend of two murmurations of starlings warring above the city of Cork in Ireland in the 1600s. Starlings have never been known to war in flocks, but they certainly do fight. January. They were the Rorschach of the winter months, the folding of sky shadows of air shawls pirouetting into the January nip, swarms riding the frosted winds, silently testing the sky with their ink magic. Not ready for the tentacled gathering that rose from the east, the heat of spring starlings cloaked in oil slicks, needle-beaked and strong of claw. The clash of murmurs was whispered in a rain of birds as flightless feathers fell in the war of winds. Winter flew into spring, black storms colliding with hot nights, the murmurations twisted through one another, winter desperate to stay, spring determined to arrive. The people watch as feathers cloak them, 
Farmers clutching hopeful seeds, children gazing with eager fingers on buttoned jackets. Which form will win this war? But the birds that come with the sun are always victorious. The winter flock is tired. Their wings have beaten cold into existence. It is time for them to leave. Beaten and flight sore, the winter murmuration rides its ribbon away as spring's flock swoops into longer days and brighter skies, as farmers test the warmth of soil and children release that first coat button. Wow. There's almost nothing more exciting than nature, I think. Even very popular adventure novels these days really grasp at the nature of animals for exciting details like this. I just love it. And it fits perfectly with this late December, January that we're experiencing in the U.S., where it feels very much like spring. So, every week I'll share a fitting nature moment that maybe you'll appreciate. With that, I hope you'll enjoy your day of rest this week, whether you call it a Sabbath or a day off. I hope you do make the time to step into this space and time this week. If this concept of a weekly Sabbath rest appeals to you, I will have a get started tip at the end of every episode where you can take small steps to make this big change in your life. Your get started tip for this week is to tell the people in your life what you intend to do. This is not a New Year's resolution, so if you'd like, wait to tell them. It's not a resolution that is something you wish to do, but rather a declaration of something you intend to do. What's great about this is you can do it. So this week, casually tell the important people in your life what you're learning about rest. Make sure to make these points. Rest is important for all areas of your life. It will benefit you at work, in your personal relationships, in your spiritual life, in your mental health, and in your physical body. You will be setting aside one day every week specifically to take measures of rest. If you decided which day it will be, then tell them that. Next, make sure you explain your own expectations and boundaries for this day or the space of time you choose during this day. If the person you're telling is a boss, make sure they know you will not take work calls on this day or during this time. If it's your girlfriend or boyfriend, make sure they know how they might fit into your special day. That's all. Don't put a lot of pressure on yourself to shut down social media and quit your job over your weekly day of rest. We're just getting our feet wet here. This is all you need to get started. Tell your closest circle of people and also rest. That's it. Find something restful to do this week and do it. Until next week, in the words of Garrison Keeler, be well, do good work, and keep in touch.
This has been the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, where we learn to slow our pace and find our place. Make sure you subscribe for easy access to future episodes. If you'd like to support the Sabbath Slowdown Podcast, share it with your friends and leave a review everywhere podcasts are available. Thank you and stay safe until next week.